Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey, what's up, friends, family, and complete strangers? Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or through the church app, we're excited to be with you. Today, I have my good friend and guest, Rich Rideout. Everybody say hi to Rich. Good morning, everyone. If you're at church on Sunday or watched online, he just preached, and now he's hanging with us this week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the podcast as we um, work our way through Genesis. So real quick, in case folks don't watch the sermons on Sunday, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What'd you do? How'd you get so strong? <laughs> Richard Rideout. Boom. Um, been at Emmanuel for about 20 years. Okay. Um, just started um, just to step up a little a little bit more because I've, I've retired from the fire service 33 yes. years. 33 years, my uh, man. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah. And I um, have a wife, married, a couple of fantastic kids. Cool. Cool. That's it. And you just graduated seminary, what, a year ago? Uh, yes, about a year ago. I went to Westminster Theological Seminary. Cool. Yeah. Very awesome. Good. All right. Just fun question for you. <laughs> What was um, your favorite class from seminary and why? Favorite class was faith and science. Okay. What did you like about it? Because uh, most people think that um, faith and the Bible has nothing to do with science. Okay. But um, as I found out is that the Lord is the ultimate scientist. He created it all. Yeah, for sure. Okay. On the flip side of the coin, what was your least favorite class? Wow. Least favorite class. I won't tell your professors, I promise. (laughs) Was probably Greek one. Okay. (laughs) It's very, very difficult. Okay. And is that because of the content or because of the professor? Um, No, it was, it was more than, more of the content. Okay. Just, just just learning um, that, that language as best you can. For sure. For sure. I always found that a lot of my professors like would make or break the class because some of the subject I was dreading the most. I had fantastic professors that were really personable and, and really passionate and got in it and it redeemed it for me a right. little bit. And then there were some classes like my Christian ethics class I was really excited for just tanked, just next to worthless. Like, come on. I was really hoping to take something out of this class and hopefully this doesn't get back to my seminary or my professor. But man, it, it was, I'm glad to hear yeah. what you liked and didn't like. All right. Outstanding. Awesome. So thanks for preaching yesterday on Isaac. And uh, um, now we're, we're jumping in to Genesis. You and I have Genesis 23, 25, and 27 this week. So what, um, what stood out to you? As far as uh, Genesis um, 23, I think <clears throat> probably one of the biggest things that stood out to me was, was that Abraham, he actually came to mourn Sarah, his wife. And it, it really speaks to um, marriage, num- number one, and just that companionship. Oh, for sure. And that we, um, we as people do mourn. But even on a, on a grander scope, it really shows us keenly how, um, <clears throat> excuse me, how sin has brought death in, you know, mm-hmm. which never was the original purpose, purposes sure. of God, you for know, sure. and, um, and how, bro- how that part of it is really broken. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, if you go back to Genesis 22, it's such an odd story pointing towards Jesus. But as it goes back, it goes back to the heart of God in Genesis 1 and 2. Creation, life, flourishing. Like, that's what he wants for us. And when we don't choose to walk in blessing, it just doesn't go well. 
No. And so as you talked about marriage and Abraham and Sarah, there are moments where they were incredibly godly, faithful, following him. And then like us, there's multiple times where they nosedived and you and I are reading it going, what are you doing? Come on, you know better. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. I know what you mean. I think um, Abraham in this story, he was, um, he was really humbled. Yeah. I think this is probably one of the times I've saw I've seen him the most humble. I mean, he actually yeah. um, bowed, you know, in, in front of the people, you know, yeah. um, twice. It, it mentions here in the scripture where he bowed himself, and it really kind of shows us, you know, um, as Christians, how we can really behave in the in the business world, you know, with yeah. with, with ethics, you yeah. know, with integrity, and then sure. you should have taught my ethics class. <laughs> Take it up a notch, there, buddy. So, okay, specifically now, Genesis 23, Sarah passes away. Um, what stands out to you from, from these 20 verses or so? From the 20 verses? Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, probably is that one of the things um, that happened was that um, Abraham, this was the only piece of property that he actually had. In the promised land. Yes. You know that? I That's mean, right. Take away. And it was something that um, had to be purchased. Yeah. I mean, he um, he originally wanted to buy only the cave. Yeah. Only. Yeah. But, you know, there was a little bit of jostling back and forth, and he ended up buying land yeah. and the cave, mm-hmm. you know, which, uh, which was a... A permanent um, site, and to my knowledge, it is even today. The, um, the Lord has not let that place be ex- excavated or or anything. You know, yeah. um, um, the tombs are still in place. Yes, yeah. that's fascinating. That's fascinating. It's so interesting for God's promises to come in, and for so much time to pass, and for Him to end up kind of gaining access to this land by this means is so surprising to me. Because there were so many times he was there and then went to Egypt. He was there, he went to Egypt. He was there and then had to do something with the king of Philistia or whatever, Gengarar. You're just like, dude, and at the end of it, it's when he buries his wife. And that's a special spot because that's where his whole family is buried. The whole family, yeah. Abraham, Isaac, um, Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, Rebecca, Rebecca. Mm -hmm. Jacob, and Leah? Yeah, Jacob and Leah Leah are all buried there. So it's um that's a very important special place. So when you think back about Abraham and Sarah's life, their ministry, their relationship, like what stands out to you? Wow. I would say the uh, challenges that they had to go through um with Abimelech. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had some some definite um challenges in that respect. They had challenges with obviously with a child. Yeah. You know, and then um, yes. Abraham having to sacrifice or had to even think about sacrificing his only son, his only son. Yeah. You know, those were some very, very big issues in in my book. Yeah. You know, when you actually look at them, but they they made it through as a couple, mm-hmm. you know, um, they stayed stayed together basically up until Sarah died, which is the passage we're looking at now. Yeah. Till death do us part. Yes. That's right. I appreciate that passage. Jody and I did a podcast on it last week, but when um, the three visitors came and were talking to a- Abram, Abraham and told him that you are going to have a child one year from now and how she laughed silently in her heart. Mm-hmm. So she was overhearing and eavesdropping. But I like that God included both Abraham and Sarah in that story 
because she played a vital role in this and was the mother of Isaac, which was a fulfillment of God's prophecy. Absolutely. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. So what else stands Absolutely. out from Genesis 23? Genesis 23, well, let's see here. Um, I think that the, the people in the land, they said um, something, uh, it says, thou art a prince of God among us. Yeah. So even the people of, of the land, they knew that, um, that Abraham was a, was a man of God, yeah. you know, by, you know, his peaceful nature, you know, by the blessing that rested upon him, that he was a man of God and they uh, really respected him even in the country that was not his own. Yes. You know, so I, I think that was something that really stood, stood out to me. And for us as Christians, even in today, we can do the same thing. You know, I mentioned this on my sermon yesterday that we can, um, stand out, you know, among people, yeah. you know, that, that we should let our light shine yeah. before men so that the, the Lord can be glorified. I mean, it's just, it's just so important that, that we can, uh, breathe life and help people along with their walks also. And one of the things I always like to say is that we're not, we don't just contain blessing. For sure. Right? We share blessing with yes. the world and with everyone else. Yeah. We're blessed to be a blessing. That's yes, right. Sir. Conduit. Yes. It was just so interesting to me as I wonder what was going through as Sarah's buried in this chapter, what was going through her mind when Abraham took off with Isaac? And it's like, honey, we'll, we'll be back. Maybe I'll be back. Who knows? Yeah. And then for Isaac to come home and go, mom, you're not going to believe what happened to us today. Dad tied me up and almost stabbed me with a knife. You yeah, know, it's what like, a story that what is, is yeah. this? <laughs> um, but only for God to come in and provide. But I just think of Abraham and Sarah trusting God. And they weren't perfect, and they did doubt at times, but they were faithful and did continue to go back to God. And how that gives me a lot of hope for myself, hopefully for you listening, um, that we're to be obedient. And while we don't condone sin, there are moments we're going to slip up. Right. But when you look back at Abraham and Sarah's life, it was a life well lived, and God used it for his glory. And that's my prayer for me, for you, for you. It's like, all right, God, we're, we're not going to do this perfect, but I pray you'd have your way in and through us in and through even my family. And, uh, and I celebrate that Abraham and Sarah, I guess by God's grace, fulfilled what God called them to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And we cannot stop the Lord's blessings. They, they continue on even after death. His covenant Preach. continues. Yeah. Preach know. it. Preach yeah. it, brother. That's right. Well, that's all I have on, on, on Genesis 23, um, Genesis 22 even. Anything else on your end that's standing out to you from the chapter? No, no. I, I always wondered if Isaac could hear the voice of the angel of the Lord. Me too. I've always wondered Abraham, that. Abraham, stop. Exactly, because yeah. the Bible doesn't tell us, but I've always wondered yeah. that. Someday we'll have to ask him. Yeah, so, <laughs> when we get up there, that'll be a great question. What was that like, man? That's crazy, you know? <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, thanks for coming into the studio today and hopping on the podcast. Absolutely. Excited. Richard and I will be together on Wednesday and Friday as well. So thanks for tuning in and keep reading Genesis. I want you to read it, write it, pray it, and share it and uh, ask those around you what they're getting out of the word. It's a gentle accountability and we're praying that we're people of the word and spirit and God will be glorified in our life. So thanks again for tuning in. God bless you and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.